You're listening to ReachMD XM157, the channel for medical professionals. Do you feel overwhelmed and tired going to work and fulfilling your social and personal obligations? Today's guest might just inspire you. Welcome to the ReachMD Book Club. I'm Dr. Leslie Lunt, author of You Can Think Like a Psychiatrist, your host, and with me today is Dr. Nassim Asafi, a second-generation Iranian-American. She's an internist specializing in women's health and global medicine. Most recently, she has been an academic in Seattle, a humanitarian aid worker, and underground salsa dance teacher in Kabul, and an aspiring musician in Havana. She is the author of numerous scientific publications, but Aria is her first novel. Welcome to ReachMD. Thank you so much for inviting me to your show, Leslie. So, Nassim, you're a busy woman. <laughs> How on earth do you manage to do all that you do? <laughs> well, I've taken a lot of time off from the conventional medical path to really examine if I'm living in concert with my values. So right now, I'm actually working part-time in medicine as a volunteer, in fact, and that allows me to be one of the happiest doctors I know. So part-time is an interesting concept. How do you manage that? Well, I have cut down significantly in terms of my material needs, and so I'm living as a full-time novelist, and I'm actually living from the proceeds of my book and then volunteering one day a week at the Harborview Women's Clinic, mostly seeing refugee and immigrant patients. So you're living your dream. In, in essence, yes. Yeah, pretty, pretty neat. Now, what advice might you have for our, our listeners and fellow physicians who, who might not be living their dream and they're burnt out and, and maybe even dissatisfied with their career choice? But it seems like so many physicians have trouble doing what you've done, and that is getting off the treadmill of full-time working as a doctor. You know, I get asked this question all the time, particularly when I speak at medical schools and residency programs. And the advice I give is manyfold. One is don't be afraid to think outside the box. This advice has been given a lot in, in a variety of other disciplines, but in medicine we often feel so boxed in in terms of our pathway. And I remember when I was doing an internal medicine residency, I knew I, I wanted to do women's health. And by thinking outside of the medicine specialty and being able to integrate in gynecology, psychiatry, endocrine, and even complementary and alternative medicine, I was able to design a program that really fit my interests and needs and gave me the kind of background that I really wanted to practice. Taking control of your own destiny. What a concept. Being creative about your education and its aftermath. And I would say taking time off to reflect and figuring out what your core values are is incredibly important. I spent a month in Tibet meditating before starting residency, and I think that really helped guide me and center me and replenish me in a sense. Now, Nassim, tell us how you became a published author of what's become really an acclaimed novel already, Aria. You know, the truth is it was an accident. I was in the middle of medical school. I'd taken a detour to work at the National Institutes of Health as a Howard Hughes research scholar, and something didn't quite feel right. Six months into it, as I was pipetting away under the hood and pouring gels, I kept 
thinking about the human side of medicine. And so I did what I always do when I need to get instant perspective. And I took a trip to Indonesia, hoping that separation from my home environment and going back to a simple place of food and shelter would help bring me a sense of perspective and reinvention. And while I was there in Jakarta, I was trapped in a monsoon. And it was the first time in my life that I had nothing to do and had sat with myself very quietly. And what percolated up for me were these incredible stories of my refugee women patients. These were women who had seen their children shot and killed in front of them, who had walked barefoot to refugee camps, who had been systematically raped and tortured. And I really couldn't make sense of their pain and suffering with the spiritual framework that I had, very secular and skeptical and emotionally distanced. And so what transpired during that monsoon was a story of what maximal grief would look like, but in the privileged context of our country, and that is death of your child. So that was back in 1996. It would be a 10-year journey between conception date and uh, acceptance for publication. Well, somehow that's uh, twistedly reassuring to me that it took you 10 years to actually come out with the book. Did you have any background in this? Did you study writing or creative writing in school at all? You know, I, I attended a liberal arts college called Wellesley, but I was a science nerd. I had only taken one creative writing course in my entire life. How do you mix medicine with writing fiction? It's not as unnatural of a marriage as as one might think. I think the giving and witnessing and teaching of medicine is a realm of human enterprise that is really personal, often dramatic, and it lends itself to natural storytelling. As doctors, we are intimate voyeurs of of a kind and and the medical training process and the process of writing a book have a lot in common like you need to have empathy you need to have a lot of patience and persistence and perseverance and there needs to be good storytelling whether it's the case of a patient that you're telling on rounds or a story in a novel Mm, yeah, I think that's very well said. Now, if you're just joining our discussion, you're listening to ReachMD, XM157, the channel for medical professionals. I'm Dr. Leslie Lunt, your host, and with me today is Dr. Nassim Asafi. We are discussing her work in medicine and in fiction writing. Uh, Nassim, let, let's switch gears and talk specifically about your book, Aria. I can't help but wonder if the lead character is a bit autobiographical. For those of our listeners who haven't read it yet, the lead character in Aria is an Iranian physician, female physician. Sounds a little familiar. <laughs> it does, doesn't it? This is, this is really the most popular question I get asked on book tour. And everybody does leap to that conclusion because the protagonist is an Iranian-American, a woman, and a cancer specialist. And, and for some time, I was interested in oncology. But in fact, this isn't an autobiographical story. I've really never suffered. I have had an incredibly privileged and blessed life. I've never been pregnant or been a mother. And this is a story about a single mother whose five-year-old daughter is suddenly killed 
And also, I have a very different relationship with my parents and my country of origin that the protagonist does. This is also a story of the impact of deracination or, or being completely separated from your roots. So, in fact, it's not an autobiographical story. There is another character in the novel who is a dwarf or a chondroplast or a person of very short stature, and she is much more similar to me, though I have never really known any dwarfs than, than the protagonist, even though she resembles me. I love one of your lines when the family of origin, the Iranian family of this protagonist, calls her the high and mighty Miss Lady Doctor. <laughs> <laughs> So you've never heard that from your family, huh? <laughs> <laughs> well, doctors are professionally cherished in the Middle East and, and many developing world countries. Now, you've been on book tour. What's that like? You know, it is incredibly fun to interact with all of these different audiences. I just got back from the East Coast where I did 21 events in as many days. It can also be quite tiring. I personally don't enjoy talking about myself very much, and book tour really forces that into the forefront. So, so that part is tiring, but it's really fun overall to see so many different people and visit a lot of different academic institutions and bookstores and cultural associations. Yeah, it's, it's totally different from our life experiences as uh, medical academicians. Have you actually read Aria since it's been out? Have you reread it? You know, I haven't read it from start to finish, but I've practically memorized sections of it from, from doing so many readings. People don't realize how long it takes to write a book, and by the time it's published, you've been working on it for years, and you have read and reread it and revised it. So often by the time it's published, you are sick and tired of it. <laughs> and I find myself even sometimes reading passages aloud and editing as I go. I mean, here it is in print, but I'm still making little changes here and there. Well, and the format of your book is so interesting. It's written basically all as letters to various people in the life, both dead and alive, of the protagonist. So kind of a different format. Now, do you have another book in the works? I do. I'm about halfway done. The title is Say I Am You, which is taken from a poem by the Persian mystical poet Rumi. And it's based on my experiences as an aid worker reconstructing healthcare in post-Taliban Afghanistan. It explores the unjust distribution of privilege and the varied ways in which people deal with their good lot in life, looking at issues like how survivor guilt can turn into humanitarianism. There are two basic characters. One is a young Afghan woman, a Hazara or Shiite minority, whose family escapes from Afghanistan to Iran when the Soviets invade. And the other character is an Iranian woman whose family escapes from Iran to California when Iraq invades. And the two of them find themselves in Afghanistan after the U.S.-led coalition invasion of Afghanistan in 2001. So this novel not only looks at the unjustness of privilege, but it looks at the humanitarian aid community and what it means to rebuild 
society in a, quote, post-conflict country. And it looks at the colorful melange of missionaries, mercenaries, and misfits that find themselves doing aid work. And often, unfortunately, the corrupted and misguided use of humanitarian funds by government. Any guesstimate on when we'll be able to read it? I hope to be done with it within a year and then, depending on the publication process, another year or two after that. So soonest it'll be out is about two years. In our uh, brief time remaining, any words to our physician listeners who, who may have a book in them that hasn't been put to paper yet? Absolutely. Do write and take time off to do the writing. Our natural experiences as physicians lend so easily to the written word. I'd like to thank our guest today, Dr. Nassim Asafi. We've been discussing her first novel, Aria. I'm Dr. Leslie Lunt. You've been listening to the ReachMD Book Club on ReachMD XM157, the channel for medical professionals. We welcome your questions and comments. Please visit us at ReachMD.com. Our new on-demand and podcast features will allow you to access our entire program library. Thank you for listening.